Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Women Who Create podcast. A no-nonsense podcast for women in creative business. I'm Debbie Duda. I'm Amy Fix. This week it's just the two of us. So that's nice. Other people listening. Do you think they prefer it when it's just the two of us or do they like interviews? What do you think? What we're talking about today, we're talking about faking it until you make it. Faking it until you make it. So, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I feel like we've touched on this topic a little bit. Um, I mean, isn't it something that always comes up as a woman running a business, and especially if you're kind of starting it from the ground up? Isn't there always an element of you're putting yourself out there? You're just seeing what sticks and trying yeah. different things on. Yeah. You've got to test the water, right? So yeah. when you say faking it till you make it, what do you mean? Well, well, this is part of it, isn't it? I feel like I feel like that term can be pulled apart like layers of an onion. Like you just get deeper and deeper and deeper. But I suppose at the basic level for me, it's like being something you're not. Okay. So I feel like there's a negative connotation but then there's actually also quite an empowering positive connotation yeah, exactly and it's how you kind of play it so I mean we've had conversations with women in the past and like maybe podcast recordings and we've been a bit like oh have they just made that whole thing up <laughs> I mean I certainly have um and those are just to be clear those are the ones that haven't aired um because you get a sense of somebody who, you know, we all put ourselves out there to a certain extent, but it has to be backed up with substance of some kind. And that's not to say, like, it's about having, like, a qualification in the thing. Yeah. But if, you, if you're purporting to be an expert in a certain thing, then you either have to have, like, what is it, like, a thousand hours? Like, you have to have some... Some thousand hours, some, isn't it, to be the expert? Some kind of... Legitimacy, which we've talked about, yeah, and credibility. I suppose that you're you're the person who can do that thing, as opposed to somebody just saying that there's something and then actually not having any gumption to back back it up. Which is which is, I think, where this idea of faking it till you make it gets a bad rep. Yeah, I think also maybe for me, it's that idea that we have stereotypes in our head, maybe of like what a businesswoman looks like mm. or what a businessman mm. looks like or what it is to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And they're kind of based on stereotypes. And maybe sometimes when you start your business, you feel like you've got to conform to that stereotype. And so you're kind of fitting in a little bit for, to something that you believe is the reality when in actual fact it might not be so there's like there's like faking your skills isn't there yeah or or bluffing I suppose in a way but there's also this idea of yeah you've just written down legitimacy of 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 trying to be something you're not to make yourself seem legitimate so from when I think about when I first started my first business herd media I felt like in my images I'm wearing high heels I've got like a suit jacket on when I was writing the website I talked about me and a team and how we could deliver all yeah, this stuff yeah. and I felt like <clears throat> if I'm going to go into business I've got to have all this stuff behind me and it's got to it's got to look really professional but I lost the me in it and that's I have a real problem with that like I, it took me ages when I changed businesses to just being me 
to yeah. just be me and in all the copy changing it from us to me and that was a real big thing yeah because then I was taking full responsibility of, of whatever the future of my well my future and the business was and you know the content that I was putting out and, and all of that kind of thing but I think I, I find it this idea of credibility like if I read a website of, of a coach who's just a single person and they are alluding to the to like the the us or the the more than them I, I find it a bit like well who give are you, you talking about? yeah who are you talking about but also have some confidence in yourself like if you're putting yourself out there as a singular coach or facilitator like yeah you know that's what people are buying into and it just to. makes me think it's a bit a bit fishy if, if it's the the us instead of the me who is the us yeah not to say that you don't have like a VA or whatever but Something about like standing up for yourself and putting yourself out there with that confidence. I'm just saying this is me and this is who I am. Yeah, and this is what I offer. Yeah. So so there's so many different levels and you've got imposter syndrome. I've written written imposter syndrome as well. Yeah. And I think that that's part of it, isn't it? It's like it's huge. Feeling like maybe even if you do have the skills and maybe even if you have got a degree and you've done all this stuff that you somehow feel like you're still not an expert or you're not able to like own that space and and kind of like I don't know wearing it's kind of like wearing shoulder pads isn't it like now I am the businesswoman and we talked to um Trisha Barker about that in our imposter syndrome episode early on it'd be maybe really good to direct you all to that episode to this idea about imposter syndrome and she talks a lot about comparison yeah. as maybe not feeling our self-worth because we're always comparing ourselves to what everybody else is doing. And it's hard, kind of hard not to, right? Yeah, because you've got to check out your competitors yeah. or people, people. I think especially Instagram is so bad for it, isn't it? Like, yeah. If I find myself scrolling through and I'm like comparing myself to other people, then I just get off. Because I know that I'm obviously having a bit of a dip or, yeah. Yeah. or a... Or a low estrogen day, or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. ah, you know, I'm not feeling a hundred percent. So there is that, there is that stuff about comparison. But then, but then faking it to make it sometimes is useful as well. Yeah. Like sure. I remember, kind of being asked to manage my first client's social media accounts, and I had never had a Twitter account, mm. and I just went, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. And then just went on YouTube and Googled loads of stuff and read loads of things and bought some online courses and just trained myself, really. Yeah. And there is something in kind of grabbing opportunities and saying yes to things and then working it out afterwards. And we've talked about this whole male-female um, like differentiation between a guy would just go, yeah, of course I can do it, and yeah. whereas women would probably go, oh, I'm not qualified. Yes. And there's definitely something to be said about you know breaking through that barrier. I'm thinking about, right, well, I have the transferable skills from different areas of stuff that I've done. Like, of course I can do that. It's just maybe about reforming those and repackaging things into an offering that maybe suits this new opportunity that has arisen for me. Yeah, sure. And we all have the capacity to learn as well. Like, everybody can... We've got the World Wide Web. It's it's amazing. So I think, like, I think you can fake it till you make it. As long as it's as long as you're not kind of denying the essence of who you are, I suppose, and you're trying to to totally be somebody else, because mm. then you're always going to feel a little bit schizophrenic, and there's always going to be a mismatch. And when that's not aligned, people pick up on it as well. Like people can smell bullshit. And yeah, and 
in that kind of vein, there's definitely something for me about making sure that your information is correct yeah. and honest and well-researched. Like, you don't have to be, like, the person who invented the thing, but you have to mm. know the correct... Yeah. No. And you don't have to know everything as well. So no. I was watching on Netflix, there's a programme about, like, flat earthers, uh, which is really interesting, by the way. <laughs> like, you know, these people that believe that the world is flat and that they've had some scientists who don't believe the world is flat and they, you know, it's based on scientific research yeah. and that sort of thing. And they were saying, sometimes the more you know about a subject, the more you realise you don't know. Yeah. You're kind of like going into yeah. an Aladdin's cave and you're like, God, I thought I knew stuff and now I've learned this and now I realise there's more stuff that I don't know. And actually that's a better way to be, to to know that you never stop learning. And actually it's dangerous when people think that they know everything yeah. and there's nothing more to learn because yeah. that's, quite, that's quite an egotistical yeah. place to be, isn't it? I agree. So actually there's some humility and something humble in going... I know a bit more than you, but I can always learn more. Yeah, and you know, like, we, we never, we're never no. 100%. And there's always somebody, like subject. you say, who knows more. Or like, yeah. Um, recently, in the past couple of years, since I've been coming to being a coach, like I worked with a coach, and that's how I decided that I wanted to go into coaching. Like, I went from being the, the coachee to decide, like, so you have to have experienced something to decide. Yeah, to what see what next, that process is yeah, like. To as test well. it out and to kind of get a taster for the thing and, you know, does it work for you? And and that idea, yeah, I love that idea of like constantly like self development, like it's an ongoing process, right? We're always learning, we're always having to face some kind of new barrier that we have to kind of poke and prod and test and then break through if it's the direction that we're going in yeah always be learning so but yeah and the reason we're talking about this fake it to make it is because I've been asked to give a talk at Nottingham University on the fact that you don't have to fake it to make it oh is that what it was that's the angle yeah you don't have to but I think there is something powerful in sometimes saying yes to things or or kind of pushing your boundaries mm. or it's almost like what do you want your best self to be like mm. how can I kind of step into who that future self well exactly and I mean is exactly. now like, yeah. how can I how can I what what do I have to do to to, to be that person I want to be and almost start living that life I love now? that I've recently been doing that whole like revisiting the future self um visioning technique that um Tara Moore um talks about a lot from her her trainings and it's really interesting and as soon as you kind of create that vision of you the future you um I'll put a link in the show notes about this you can start recognizing where you're already making steps towards that or things that you're already doing in your life that do kind of align with this idea of playing bigger yeah right and that's she reframes it in a super positive way yeah um and that maybe it is a, a female conditioned thing that we've just been taught to to not play big and to not step into those shoes and fake it. I'm doing like air quotes, fake it till you make it because you know it's not very becoming or whatever. So they're saying you don't need to in a in yeah. a like because your authentic self is great and you've got everything you need or just like don't lie. 
I think because your authentic self is great and you've got everything you need. I think it's from research from the Isabel who created the My Business My Way Toolkit. And I think when she spoke to a lot of female entrepreneurs doing her research, a lot of them had this sense of having to be something they're not Uh or having to kind of having to I don't know yeah put the high heels on or wear the shoulder pads or whatever that is Mm. and actually the longer you're in business I think the more confident you feel to be yourself yeah I love that and the more confident you feel to go out there and go this is I am who I am and this is this is what I bring bring to the world but maybe maybe that's a process you have to go through as well like, could you could you get to that point where you feel confident if you haven't had the point where you don't feel confident? No. In that way exactly. that, that, that everything has a polar opposite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe as business women, that's part of the process of going through that so that you do come out feeling, oh, I don't have to pretend to be this other person. People just want to work with me or buy my products yeah. because yeah. it's me. And I, I really found that I got to my... 30s and that's when I was able to kind of look back and go oh wait I'm a different person like I without realizing it have stepped into somebody else's shoes and I can look back with confidence and say oh you know in my 20s I was you know terrified of doing x y and z my confidence wasn't as nearly as high as it was now but I did put myself out there to make sure that I had experiences of these things and actually, and that's not to say that I don't have wobbles now, but I can look back and go, ah, I'm much more confident in my 30s than I ever was in at university or, in my, or when I graduated or started my first business and then my second business. Like, you know, it's having experienced those things, that idea of hindsight has enabled me to kind of evolve, I guess, my values, but also in a way, like slow things down. And do you think you look confident at that time? If, like, as an outsider looking in to Amy in her 20s, doing stuff, starting business? I guess so, yeah. Like, because somebody else was always a couple of steps behind me, right? Yeah. Like, so even though you were like, now looking back, you're like, I wasn't very confident at that point. Actually, you were kind of faking it and putting it out there yeah, and stepping sure. up and saying yes to opportunities and yeah. grabbing things. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think this term of faking it to make it necessarily has to be good or bad. No. I think that, I think it just depends how you decide to play with it. Yeah. Um, that, that, that determines that. And I suppose it's like, yeah, fake it. You, there is some element of faking it or bluffing, as long as that's not to the detriment of your mental health. Yeah, and that would be something us. totally that you're not. Yeah. Um. So when you go home, you're a totally different person. Yeah, that's weird. Um, no, I agree. I think it's how you want to use it with all those kind of things in mind, right? Yeah. Huh. So, go out there, fake it till you make it. Yeah, and who's like, yeah, yeah, why should, don't let somebody else hold you back if you know that you've got the capacity for this learning or yeah. for this confidence or you have the skills or, you know, that you want to who knows what opportunities are going to come if you put yourself out there. I think you could definitely agree with me that, you know, you put yourself out there on occasions and amazing things have come from it. Yeah. But maybe you would never have even been open to even existing. So, yeah, just, yeah, there's a, there's a bit of bullshitness, isn't there? And that I can do it. I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Well, exactly. (laughs) 
I mean, yeah. we've got an episode on that one as well. We'll put that in the show. What's the worst that could happen? I just remember something about a cardboard box. You in a cardboard <laughs> oh, yeah. box on the side going to be road. have cancer, live in a cardboard box, and die. So that's generally not what's going to happen. So we'd love to hear from you. Like, what do you think about this? Yeah, and experiences term. of where maybe you've tried to fake it till you make it and it hasn't worked out, or just experiences of how it has worked out, or, or you know, because it obviously works both ways. I've yeah. probably done stuff before and I've been like, oh gosh, that wasn't this quite uncomfortable. That didn't land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that feels uncomfortable, but then who's to say that didn't teach me something from being in that uncomfortable place, place right? All the learning. Like when I did my art therapy training last year, oh my gosh, that was the most uncomfortable situation I probably ever put myself in. Like it was positioning myself in a learning environment where I was definitely not an expert. It was with people who were trained psychotherapists in their field. That's just because that's the angle they were coming at it from. And like it was all these new things I didn't know and like being really open to all these different theories and like, oh, it was just like so intense. But then I came out the other side of it and I've just been like, oh, oh no, wait a minute. It was worth it. So, you know, that's it. Like it's a, a training now that I can apply to coaching, for example. But at the time I was like, oh, God, oh. Or oh, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna be in an uncomfortable situation today. Or like, what if I cry? Or you know, what if you cry? So what if you cry? Did you cry? I did. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the language. What happened? Nothing. There you go. Oh, it's a very very em- empathetic, caring environment. That no. sounds nice. Yeah. Maybe we all need to do some art therapy. Oh yeah. Well, I'll try some. Oh, you can try some. I'll test it on you, I was going to say. But Yay! Yeah. I love being tested on. So, so tangent there, but just, yeah. Give it a it go. feels like it, give it a go. And I think what we're saying is don't view it as a negative thing. Yeah. And if you feel like you are enough already, then you are. And, and that's good great. Good for you. <laughs> and, yeah, and that is, you know, and where you are right now, it might be the exact place where you're meant to be. Yeah, you are always meant to be where you're meant to be, where you are, aren't you? You're but, always going to learn stuff, even if it is uncomfortable. And that's right. It, it gets the scales of it. Yeah. Eat some chocolate. Always. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Leave us your reviews. Your reviews. You haven't got one to sing today. Oh, I do somewhere, but my phone's like not near me. We'll do so, it on the next um, one. But we'll yeah, do it on the next one. And actually, we'd like to ask if you wouldn't mind to start reviewing reviewing us on iTunes because that's going to help us get further. Please, 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 please hit the five star button and just do it. Just do it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Find out how you can work with us to grow your business at www.debbydoo.co.uk and www.womenwhocreateuk.com. Check out all our blogs with loads of free advice that we're sharing with all business people. Because we love you. Um, And there's a free Facebook mini course on my site for five days so you can get a good organic reach. on me I'm at Debbie Duda everywhere